every human being has genius level talent. And there are no chosen one. God is given every single person uh, genius level talent. You just have to find what it is that you're great at and then tap into it. Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, just the other day, my cousin's girlfriend had her 31st birthday. And to celebrate, my cousin and I and a few other people took her to a restaurant named Cooper's Hawk Winery. Fabulous restaurant. The service was incredible. It was just beautiful. It had a beautiful setup to it. Everything's clean. Everything's on point. I mean, that's the kind of rest. I was really proud of my cousin. I ain't going to lie to you. I was really proud of him. I was like, okay, okay, y'all doing big things. Because this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So I was like, shout out, shout out to Antoine. I respect that. I respect that in you, brother. Now, because I naturally felt like the third wheel, because of those feelings, I was trying to, I spent that entire dinner trying to figure out ways in which I can hit on the waitress. Well, let me not say hit on the waitress, at least talk to the waitress or get the waitress's number because the waitress was my type. <laughs> All right, straight up. The waitress was Venezuelan, fine as hell. And you know, I'm a sucker for those. I'm going to put it out there right now. I'm a sucker for those Venezuelan women. You know, I'm still getting used to it out here in South Florida. I'm going to just put it out there straight up. <laughs> All right. Now, towards the end of the dinner, the waitress sang my cousin's girlfriend, she sang happy birthday to her. And th- this is where things got really interesting because you got to understand the whole time I'm trying to figure out some kind of an excuse to ask for a number, ask how I can get in contact with her. And she just starts singing happy birthday. I mean, sing it, happy birthday, like doing a damn good job. And it was like, ah, I got it. Because towards the end, like when she was finished with the song, she starts telling us, she goes, yeah, I'm a singer. And then she starts selling herself and telling us which bar she sings at. She gives me her Instagram name, just hooks everything up. I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. And teammates, this brings me to the topic of today's talk. It's those hidden talents. Because I know I'm speaking to a lot of people who are working jobs, who are working you know, as waitresses, or working some nine to five, who are just doing something because of the check. But they have a talent. They have a talent just like her name was Adri. Yeah, that was it. Her name was Adriana. The waitress's name was Adriana. They have a, you have a talent just like Adriana where you can sing, but right now you're, you're simply doing the waitressing thing until your singing thing takes off. And I'm here to tell you, especially in this episode, keep going with your talents. If you're, if you're listening to me and understanding I'm here speaking to you, I was the shyest person you will ever meet. And this is, I can't even tell you which number episode this is going to be, but it's been a lot. All right. If I can do it, I'm telling you, so can you. Focus on your inner talents. It doesn't matter what job you're working right now. It doesn't matter where you're sitting today. You have a talent and you have got to figure it out just like Adriana did. 
And as soon as the opportunity, she, did, she probably didn't even tell her staff, right? She just started singing. She goes, happy birthday. And with the mask on and everything, that's a hustler. And that's what I respect, all right? And, and, and in order for me to, then this has happened to me throughout my life, throughout my work experience, throughout the thousands of jobs and thousands of little things that I've worked since I graduated college, I've seen this occur because I'm around people that have so much ambition. There had a time, actually, when I worked in Owings Mills, Maryland, and this was in Baltimore. And the reason I decided to, it, the name of the studio was a Krav Maga. It was a Krav Maga studio. And Krav Maga is all about self-defense and fitness, which obviously ties into Gym 44 and learning how to teach people to box and things like that. And I was, I was really excited to learn Krav Maga. And this particular studio was in Owings Mills. Owings Mills, Maryland, kind of the suburbs of Baltimore area. And the reason I decided to be in that area, because this is right where the Baltimore Ravens practice. And it was an opportunity for me to possibly rub shoulders with some front office execs, things of that nature. Now, I went on the interview with the owner of the Krav Maga studio. His name was Jeff Mount. And I can remember the first thing when I, when I spoke to him. He asked me, he goes, okay, so you're hoping to get a full-time position with a sports franchise. And that's why you want to be at the studio. That's why you want to learn. Now, I'm getting to know Jeff a little bit. And Jeff is like, you know, yeah, as I was building this studio, I worked at a bar. And I would run into a lot of the Baltimore Ravens tight ends. And I'd work hand quickness. And that same connection you're seeing, I used to do it. All right? And, and this, it's been countless things. And that's why I'm giving this talk to you guys today. As I want you guys to understand that there are opportunities. There are opportunities out there if you would listen. If you would swallow your pride a little bit and take a job. Take a job that you're a little overqualified for. Not a little. A lot. Right? Heavily overqualified for. Because of what you're going to learn. It was in that conversation, and once I moved on from Krav Maga, and I was working as a trainer at D1 Sports Franchise, and this was in Nova, Nova, D1 Nova. It was in Chantilly, Virginia. The name of it was D1 Nova. They recently, actually, that Krav Maga studio and the D1 Nova that I worked at, both of those gyms have closed because of bankruptcy. All right? And I worked at both of them. Now, when D1 was open and in... In Virginia, I decided because of the advice that I had gotten from Jeff Mount, because of the story that I heard from Jeff about working in the bar, I decided that I was going to work at a bar that was close to D1 Nova. It was the name of the bar was Green Turtle in Chantilly. Right. And it was working. I was the same things. I was able to gain experience. Now, even though it obviously didn't last very long, I was able to gain experience and I was able to see a connection between sports bars and sports performance gyms. And my knowledge, my knowledge grew immensely. My not like, listen, there are things, there are experiences. There's no way that I would be having this podcast as pumping as it's pumping, it's pumping out episode after episode. There's no way I'd be able to tell you guys all these stories without having gone through that experience. And it's because of what? Someone like Jeff had that talent, that, that, that drive, and he just wanted to give information to someone else. I don't speak to Jeff. You know, I, I don't know him. I'd probably see him now and walk straight by him. However, he lives his life, he lives his life in a way where that's constant. You're constantly focused on your next move.
Jeff wasn't the only one. Let me tell you. Once I decided to move to Florida, once I decided to move to Florida, I had linked arms with another trainer. And this is when I was in St. Petersburg. And maybe about a few weeks before I decided to move to South Florida, I was working with a personal trainer, a well-known personal trainer. His name was Andre Hudson. And Andre Hudson was doing some great, great stuff. Hopefully, at some point, I'll be able to track him down and get him on this podcast. But listen, he was doing some great, great stuff with nonprofit work. In my apartment in St. Petersburg, there was a park that I used to work out, in which I used to work out. And I can't tell you the name of the park. Man, the name of it just completely flew out my head. I think it was Lake Vista, Lakeview, something like that. Now, I take my runs at that park all the time because I'm in South Florida. Again, no family, no friends, no one within the, any proximity at all that I knew, <laughs> all right? So I would take my runs and I would work out at that park all the time. And I, saw, I started following Andre on social media. And I saw Andre was doing an event for kids. He was just putting on a free event for kids at that particular park where he's just teaching them workouts, he's putting them through a workout, and he had me video and doing all these things. And I reached out to him, and I said, hey, man, you know, nonprofits, that's kind of my baby. That's my work, you know, nonprofit and fitness. And, you know, Andre and I had a great week. It was a camp that he was running, and I was helping him out in the camp. And it was a great opportunity for me to just connect with someone because I was, again, I was in St. Petersburg with absolutely no one. Like, no one. I knew absolutely no one. No family, no friends. And I was driving this beat-up old Mercedes-Benz, so I couldn't parlay. I couldn't move around the way I'm moving around now. And like I mentioned before, this was around the time in which I decided, you know what, let me move to South Florida. Let me take advantage of the opportunity that the Miami Dolphins Foundation is presenting me. What's interesting, you know, what's interesting is after Andre's camp was over, he and I got together in a, I think it was a pizza. We had, we had a pizza. We had dinner. We sat down and talked and things like that. And Andre, man, I mean, I was... I was incredibly blown away by him. And he was, he was something, someone that I needed to talk to right before I was about to take this journey. Right, I was, right before I was about to transition again to a new job in a new state. And it's a whole, it's a completely new situation for me. When Andre and I sat down, he talked a great deal about the importance of God in his life. He, I mean, well, first of all, let me back up a little bit. As soon as I, as soon as we sat down, Andre gives me a gift card of about $50 for gas because he knew I was moving to South Florida. All right. So just so you know, that's the kind of guy that I'm talking about. Good guy to say, look, the man helped me out in camp. He's moving to South Florida. Let me just pay for his gas. Completely respected that move. It, t- it caught me by surprise, you know, because I was just helping out. I didn't expect him to do that for me. So, again, I appreciate that. But as we were, were getting to know each other and we're having our conversation, Andre was telling me, again, just how important it is to have God in your life. And he was, he was making that point over and over and over and over again. He goes, wherever you go, take God with you. Take God with you. With God, you're going to have your foundation. 
And then he looks me dead in my eye, and this is, you know, this is a very successful trainer. He's has tons of clients, and he does a lot of great things, and I won't spoil it. Like I said, hopefully I can track him down and get him on the podcast. But Andre said this to me. He said, I used to cut up meat at Publix. <laughs> and for those of you who aren't in Florida who don't know what Publix is, Publix is the grocery store out here. It's, the, it's like the giant and the Safeway. The, the grocery store that most people go to, all right? He goes, I used to cut up meat in Publix. I used to be that person back there cutting up meat. And in my head, I was building up this training business. In my head, I was doing whatever I had to do to, do, to get my check, to get my money, so I could put it towards my real passions, my real dreams, which is to be a, an established personal trainer that's training young athletes, that's really making a difference in a kid's life. Man, teammates. And that, I mean, those are the experiences that I've been blessed to have. Those are the moments that I've been blessed to have. And I'm just doing it. And I say this on every episode, right? It's called Move Swiftly, Finding Your Place in This World. And the reason I started this is so I can share these experiences with you guys and understand how real those moments are. It got real serious. I mean, it, it was, I, I can remember exactly what he used to say to the kids. It was tap, tap, today a professional, tomorrow a pro. It, it was an incredible setup and it inspired me to do a lot of the work I'm doing now. And I'll close with this. I'll close with this. And just so you guys know, whatever your talent is and whatever you want to do, don't be afraid to say it to whoever. What you have to do now, now that you've heard those stories and now that you've heard, you know, the singer and you heard Jeff Mount and working at a bar and he's learning, he's, he's thinking about how he can build his Krav Maga studio. And you learned about Andre and he's working at Publix, cutting up meat in Publix, but he's thinking about how he's going to be able to build his training business and estab- become an established personal trainer. I want you guys to understand now, now, right now, now that you know those stories, I want you guys to understand right now. It is so important that you tell someone. Don't be afraid. Start to develop the confidence to tell a a total stranger what you want your life to look like, what it is you want to do. Because if you don't tell anyone, it ain't going to happen. Don't think, don't think that just because you want it to happen, it's going to happen. You have got to proclaim it using your tongue. I can't remember the verse, but it's life and death is in the power of the tongue. All right. Start to say it to someone. Start to feel it. I'll give you an example. And I'll close with this example. This is when I just graduated college. I was working at a gym named Spunk Fitness. And there was this cat that used to work out who looked like a football player. You could tell he was about probably 6'4". Body was on point. You could see he just got finished playing college football. So naturally, I, I approached him and we, you know, we started having our conversation. We started to chat a bit. And I found out that he played at Rutgers University. It's a big-time school, a big-time program. It's a good program to be a part of. It's in New Jersey. I want to say it's in New Brunswick. New Brunswick, New Jersey. New Brunswick, New Jersey. And because I went to Stony Brook, there was a lot of people that were recruited by Rutgers, and there was a good connection between Rutgers and Stony Brook. Anyway, it was after a workout one time, and I was talking to him about what he was doing now, 
and he's telling me he was working some nine to five, was paying him decent salary, but he's like, yeah, I'm working it. And you, know, you could feel it, you know, you could see his face just sort of like, yeah, it's, it's a job, it's whatever. And then he just kind of stops. And he goes, you know, that, that's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. And his face starts to light up and he's like, ah, yeah, that's, that's not what I want to do. Because it's right after a workout. He goes, you know what I really want to do, man? I want to get into med school. I want to get into med school. I want to become a doctor. I don't want to help this next athlete. I want to work with athletes of all kinds and really help them as they go through this journey and they get hurt. Da, 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 da. And, and his face just lights up. Teammates, teammates, teammates. I challenge you guys right now. What is it that you really want to do? I challenge you right now in this moment. Go tell a total stranger. Just go tell a total stranger and be excited, be as energetic, and start to speak things into existence. And you'll be surprised at how fast, how much quicker that, how much quicker you're going to get to that dream. How many, how much steps you'll feel closer to that goal and that thing that you want to do. All right? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We'll talk more soon. The simplest thing I can say about my, my foundation is my, my tagline is every child deserves a shot. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that we go into the community, um, that we uplift the community, that we make sure that our kids um, you know, have a better way of living um, in many different ways, you know, whether it's through travel, whether it's through education, uh, whether it's through fatherhood. You know, we're just trying to make sure that we touch a lot of lives. Obviously, for me, I think vision is very important for, for this reason. When I was young, when I was you guys' age, I had a vision. I had dreams. Right? Every night I went to bed, um, every night I closed my eyes real tight because I, I had to get away from the gunshots and all the violence that was going on. I closed my eyes real tight at night and I dream about what I wanted to be, you know, where I wanted to see myself, what I wanted to do for my family. You know? So I always dreamed big. I always had a vision of being actually what I am today. I wanted to be like Michael Jordan when I was young. I wanted to play for the Chicago Bulls when I was young. That didn't work out. But <laughs> I had a vision. And vision is important because you have to dream big. Because like I said, I don't think I dream big enough. I've done things in my life that I don't think, that I didn't even dream of doing. So dream big because you never know. The sky's the limit for all of you guys. And don't believe at one point in your life that you can't achieve your goal or you can't achieve your vision or your dream. I'm telling you, as a, as a, I'm a walking testament of someone who, who dreamed big and was able to achieve that. So vision is very important. I mean, I was a kid before, and um, I was a kid that, you know, grew up less fortunate than others. You know, I just want to see, um, you know, our kids be better and do better. You know, it's a lot of things, especially in the Chicago community, that's unfortunate. So I understand how positive role models affect their lives, and I'm trying to do that for others. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Uh. Only hope I had was selling dope. Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller flow. My mama told me never steal and never tell them folks. I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke. Oh. I was raised by the stop sign. No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9. By the minute, I was getting paid like a hotline. Serving rolling, fiends was calling. We was dot com. Well connected, well respected, and well protected. And get accepted, was rejected, now they regret it. And get my message, was the signal when I was texting. The niggas I was calling was fraud, and I learned my lesson. Now I move with a
and they took them like interceptions. So throw that pass, I be the cornerback. Me and Valorant, MMG gon' bring that Warner back. Right ambition. Easy to dream a dream, though what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, though what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, though what's harder to live? Position. You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol I got nothing against them, they got fucking potential But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be And I ain't spending a minute up in the streets But I'm limitless mentally, I'm lyrically ZMT LeBron shit, I was in the six after 23 And family gets everything, and money is less important Long as your mama love ya, don't ever love a woman I got a lot of bitches, they got a lot of but I got that green on my eyes and that ain't no Donnie Simpson I retire you niggas, fuck you in your position They play so then some slippery niggas can't even kick it Y'all ramble and talking shit to these bitches You know you real, you don't say it, you know you real, we gon' feel it Ralph Beautiful music, painting pictures, this be my vision They gon' love me for my ambition Easy to dream a dream, though what's harder to live? Look, they gon' love me for my ambition. Beautiful music, painting pictures, this be my vision. They gon' love me for my ambition.